0: 6.45 remaining. Tatum drives down and throws it down! Whoa. Welcome back to the Call Game Podcast for the first time in over two months. Um, We felt like we needed to record an episode. It had been too long. It was a bit of a downtime in sports, but also with the start of school, um, other stuff. We'll get into it more in detail, but Zach's here with me. We're gonna do a little bit of football, a little bit of Donovan Mitchell, and just kind of a state of the podcast.
1: Yeah, let's start off with the state of the podcast. So our last episode was July. You said, I believe. I don't so. even know what that was covering. Yeah, uh, probably Could some NBA. Anything. It was probably Brogdon talk, honestly. Yeah, that, so that sounds right. Essentially, what happens is you get like two months of straight
0: baseball. Right, and we weren't. About that's to talk not about great. That. I mean, uh, and I was depressed because the Yankees, this is like, maybe the, maybe it's the you were depressed. The Yankees suck now. Are you kidding me? We sucked all year. Okay. But the Yankees, it's worse that they brought my hopes all the way up and now just just shattered them. I'd rather they have have a big game today. If they lose to the Rays, They, they, they started the game yesterday with seven hits in a row and scored six in the first inning. So maybe we're back. Who knows? Dude, at some point in this, after we do the stay of the podcast, I'm just going to read you some of their lineups. It is disgusting. All right. Uh,
1: But, yeah, so also with the start of school, college stuff, it's kind of important and kind of takes priority. Also, we launched a new podcast for our high school CV Sports Update podcast called The Red Hawk Report. Everyone should go check it out. If you're listening to this, you'll love it. So we've had a lot going on. Still, we want to keep this going. It might have to be a little shorter than normal because now we're recording two podcasts a week so expect more call games expect them to be maybe shorter
0: uh but yeah we still want to keep this going is the, the main message yeah for sure um yeah we'll probably just try to like record them at the same time so we're not going to be able to do like a full hour but Who knows how many people were listening to a full hour anyway. So we'll just try to stick to the highlights. Um, And when there's important stuff, we'll talk about it for sure. Yeah.
1: Also, like, I I need, like, this to, like, vent. Like, it makes me feel so much better after the Celtics. Like, after (laughs) talking to you about it, like, like, I could get, like, so mad for, like, a day after they just, like, something happens. And after I talk about it, it it just feels so much better, you know?
0: Yeah. We need to, yeah, we have these, like, conversations off the podcast. It's basically the same thing as what we record, so I think we just need to start recording them, and it'll yeah. be good. All right. Is that good for State of the Podcast, or yep. do you have any I think that's stuff? pretty good.
1: Let's hop into D.
0: Mitch. All right. Donovan Mitchell got traded to the Cavs. I'll give you the details. Um, I just had it, and I lost it. I'm going to find it. Here we go. Do you need me to go? No, I got I it. Go. All right. Cavaliers get Donovan Mitchell. Jazz get Lori Markkinen, Colin Sexton, Ochai Akbaji. Mm. Three unprotected first round picks and mm. two pick swaps. And Akbaji just got drafted in the most recent draft. So you might and as well. And Colin say Sexton just got four a four year round extension. Picks. Yeah. So. That's a lot. In my opinion, too much, I think. I mean, that's a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot of picks. I don't know if I would have given that up for Donovan Mitchell, but that's just my initial reaction.
1: All right. So this is good because I I think I disagree with you a little bit here. They gave up, uh, how many unprotecteds? Three? Two? Three. So three unprotected picks. Uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue because I think they're going to be a top five team in the East for the next three years. All their guys are locked under contract for those three years, which are Darius Garland, uh, Mobley, and now Mitchell. And I just think those picks aren't going to be of value. And then the pick swaps, the Jazz are going to be 10 times worse than the... So Okay, so I guess I need to explain what a pick swap is. So let's Pretty say you're self-explanatory. the self-explanatory.
0: Just give like yeah, a, you swap picks. Give the and yeah. so So um, like in 2026 and 2028, right. they're gonna get each other's picks, but if is it they only want, if it's yeah, preferable if the Jazz want, the, no, they
1: can elect to pick if,
0: swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's n- because it wouldn't be like you're just forced into no, trading your yeah, better pick. No, you're right. I was just so, thinking about which team gets to decide. So,
1: when the pick swaps come up, I'd imagine the Jazz are still going to be worse than the Cavs, so I don't think the pick swaps are going to even matter because the there's no, they wouldn't want to swap picks. And the three first-round unprotecteds are in a window where they have all their guys locked up, and they're probably going to be in the 20s. Right. So, yeah, you can say they're giving up first-rounders, but at the same time, like, the... Cavs have enough young guys where they don't necessarily need the first round picks, especially if they're going to be in the twenties. Right. Like you saw the Celtics do this. They for the next for the last three years, they have their group of guys and they've been trading late round picks for just like supplemental guys. So I look at the Cavs and I see Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. I know people are so high in Evan Mobley, like defensive all time defensive player. They say he's gonna be like one of the best all time in that aspect of the game. So I'm rambling here, but Donovan Mitchell is gonna be the offensive boost they needed. And I just think the fit is pretty darn good with all the defenders around uh around Mitchell. His biggest weak- weakness is defending. And if they have the twin towers of Jared Allen, Evan Mobley protecting the rim, and also their small forward, I think it's like a Kogie?
0: Or something like that. Uh, There's, no, Okoro. Okoro, yeah. There's players, though, so that's not... That's and not he's just a 3 and
1: D guy. guy. They're going to ask him to just spot up and help Donovan Mitchell on the perimeter. Yeah, so I think it's a, a good fit. I think if you're the Cavs, you make this trade. But yeah, what are your thoughts?
0: Okay, you convinced me a little bit, I got to say. I was also thinking about, like, it just sounds like a lot, but when you think about it, that's what you have to give up for these guys. Like, it's not... You can't, like just fleece everyone it has to be somewhat fair. So I still think it's a lot. Um Sexton, I feel like we kind of know who he is at this point. He's has value, I guess. He can put up points, but I don't I can't exactly envision what role he would play on a winning team. Like sixth man, microwave score. I guess, yeah. Um but like I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of a stretch. Lori Markinen Seems like a solid role player, like a rich man's Nemanja Bielitsa or something. Ooh. Um <laughs> That's about all I that's have to d- say about those players. <laughs> Akbaji was really good in college, but he was one of those players. He, like, I, it's hard to explain. I had the same, same feelings about Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech. I don't know where yeah, he, he is he now. He got drafted by the, the T-Wolves. They yeah, have, like, I bust. think it's like a... Undersized, like two, three combo guard, sort of a forward, and they have these like really like smooth games, but then like they're just not quite good enough at shooting, and they're not quite good enough at like ball handling, and they're a little too small to be like a primary defender. So they're just like they're like good, but they're not quite. They don't have that one skill. That's what you really need in the NBA. And I feel like he's kind of like that. That might be a complete stretch. Who knows? Um, we'll see if he's good in the NBA. He obviously hasn't really done anything yet because he hasn't played a single game. But that's basically a first-round pick is what I look at it as. Right. Um, right. So, and then an additional three. It's a lot, but I guess it's worth it for him, for Mitchell. They do Here's have a good setup in the future that... I guess I guess it's a good roll of the dice. You can't just... You can't just, like, do... This is sort of a segue. We don't need to talk about it. But, like, the Grizzlies, for example, they have, like, this young core. Uh, there's all I these teams, historically, they all just have, like, young cores. And then the differentiator is, like, if you can... You have to mess with the young core eventually to, like, make a step. And that's where you sink or swim. Like... You either add a super important player and that takes you to the next level, or you mess everything up and then, like, okay. you just ruined the next one. I got years.
1: a, I got an example of that. All right, the Celtics
0: it. 2018. It always had, comes back to the Celtics.
1: <laughs> they had Trader Danny. It's he's involved in everything these days, but he has all these picks, all these assets. And what does he do? He sits on them. We could have traded for Anthony Davis. Could have traded for Kawhi Leonard could have traded for paul george we didn't do any of that and instead we just kept with our young core and for like a three five year window it was really a lot of disappointment and like we were linked to everyone got no one kind of situation and i think the grizzlies are going to really regret not offering some more guys for mitchell and some more picks like your picks are going to be low do you really need to keep like that dylan guy or even like like the. There's so many like expendable pieces if you keep your young core intact. And adding a guy like Mitchell, like what are you going to do with all those draft picks? What are you going to do with all those young guys who are going to get like 20 minutes a game because you're on a good team? Like, If I'm the Cavs, they did the right thing. They went out there. They got their guy. Now they have defined roles. Like, Here's their starting lineup. Darius Garland. He's going to facilitate. He's going to score. Donovan Mitchell. He's going to play off the ball, get, get on the ball too, run pick and rolls, and he's going to score. Okoro, 3 and D, easy. Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen, defense on the highest degree of level, and they're going to get every single rebound, protect the rim. Like, that's such a defined role, and you can just see them playing those roles so, like, perfectly, and their team just meshes really nicely, like. And then you have the Grizzlies, who just have, like, kind of a treasure trove of guys, and I don't really like like how they fit together and it's like you know it's like yeah you know what i'm trying to say like it's just kind of like a lot and there's not a like definition of like what those guys are going to be like what's desmond bain like do we know like his role on that team like is he a secondary scorer is he a three and d guy like instead you go get donovan mitchell and you know exactly what he's going to be exactly how he's going to contribute and everyone else can fall into their role instead you just and every year you're going to be bringing in a new first rounder Keep
0: messing up though,
1: like, you know what I mean? So, you
0: just can't get caught like waiting to find like the right addition because it you never know, like, if who's going to be available, and that can work like both ways. It can be like, oh, maybe I don't know, Jalen Brown's going to request a trade, and then the Grizzlies are going to go after him or I don't know there's probably Anthony Davis like what if Anthony Davis becomes available and LeBron like retires that is worth it I would say like you never know what's going to happen but it's a really really dangerous game like for the same reason because you don't know who's going to be available you can't just be like oh we'll just get the next star who requests a trade like you can't just bank on that and I feel like that's kind of what they're doing you, I mean, you have to be lying to yourself if you think we're just going to keep growing these guys and eventually win the title. Like, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you.
1: Well, been, I, I'm probably yeah, pretty done, done with the Donovan Mitchell. The so, yeah, so I think too. we... I'll just say that's a disappointment to the Knicks. They, I thought he was going to go to the Knicks. And it if sounds we like the R.J. Barrett extension really screwed that deal up. Yeah. Uh so yeah, what s- of uh, off-season <laughs> basketball? Yeah, you know who cares about. Let's move to football. Football's back. I'm yep. watching the Patriots right now. They're about to start.
0: They're about to lose to the Dolphins again. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't think we need to do active. like a full football preview. <laughs> Is there any like takes you have teams players? I have a take. Anything like interesting you want to go with? I have a take. All right,
1: anyway. The Bills are going to be the most disappointing team this year.
0: Mm, okay, I think Why? they're
1: getting a little too much hype for how agreed, agreed. much they've not proven anything. Mm-hmm. Like they okay. last year, exactly. what did they go? Like 11 and 6. Like that's fine. Like it's good, but it's not like for how much praise they're getting. They beat the Patriots, Same with the who Chargers. were like, yeah, ch- get a, people no. who are on the Chargers and Raiders. Like I, I, I'm not a, I'm not accepting that opinion. But anyway. They beat. They lost to the Chiefs. Uh, it's it's like they didn't do anything. They beat the Patriots by a lot in like a snow game where like they're clearly ten times more talented. Like I don't. I, their roster's good, but it's great even. But for some reason, people are just declaring them Super Bowl bound, and I think it's a little bit too like extreme praise. Yeah. And this could be me being a Patriots fan and just a hater of the Bills, but. That's yeah.
0: Generally, if everyone's on some one team, I'm off. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of both of those things. I agree with you to some degree. I think they're very good, but I think the hype is a little much. I am having a hard time seeing like who the f- who my favorite is this year. Like, I don't know. There's no teams that are like sticking. The out to NFC. Me. I can find an issue me out. with every team. The NFC kind of sucks. Like, it's going to be really... Like, the playoff teams could be anyone. I, I mean, I would put a lot of money that the Rams are going to make the playoffs. I would put a lot of money... That, eh, not even, actually, after that Thursday night game. It looked pretty horrible. I would put a lot of money that the Packers will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks, I guess. But other than yep. that, it's like... Cowboys, really, Eagles. really weak. Cowboys and Eagles are like, like eh. Niners. It's Niners like are, eh. are eh. question marks. The Saints, are Cardinals eh. fall the apart Vikings. every year. Like these, there's Bucks. some potential, but it's pretty weak. All right. Do but you want me to give you your, strong my strong Super Bowl pick? Yeah, let's just give our Super Bowl picks and get out of here.
1: I've got Packers, uh, Ravens. Let me let me Ravens, break I dive I like into that a little lot. bit. Damn, I agree. All right. <laughs> so no, Ravens, not, that's not my pick, but I'm just saying they, they were like they had a three-week span where they were like one play away from going three and and0 oh, and they went like oh and three. They had like the worst injury luck of all time that year, yeah. like the and they still almost made the playoffs. So I think Lamar Jackson's gonna come back, show us why he was an amazing MVP, and they're gonna just march their way to the Super Bowl. And Lamar's gonna get paid this offseason. And then on the Packer side of things, their defense is top two in the league. uh Alexander cornerbacks coming back from the for them and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be more of a game manager and use this two running backs which is a top 3 running back duo of the league of AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones he's going to just use those two guys play through the running back let the defense do their thing a lot of 24 to 17 wins in the future of the Packers and they will meet in the Super
0: Bowl all right I like it um I think I don't think the Ram- Ravens will be in the Super Bowl, but I think they I would I would put some money down on like Ravens to have the one seed or something. I feel like they could okay. easily um have a great They're year. built
1: for the regular season, I will say that. They they,
0: they are in kind of a tough division, mm-hmm. but I they are very good. And I think they're being slept on pretty heavily. Same. All right. My Super Bowl pick. I am making it right now. I do not have it yeah, prepared. That's Okay. Um,
1: so that's, what I, that's what I did as well, I'm going to be honest.
0: All right. I'm going to – I'm having so much trouble with the NFC, I have to be honest. The NFC is
1: just so mucky.
0: Like, I don't want to take – I don't want to say the Packers, but I feel like – like, if I say Packers, Bills, like, I can't live with myself because that's not what it's going to be. <laughs> like, it's not – No. Mm. All right. Do you
1: go right, Bengals? Do you go –
0: No, I don't – Mm, it's so tough to get back. Do you go Chiefs? Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs, AFC. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give my thoughts after I announce my NFC team. Yep. My eye is caught by the Niners just as an interesting yeah. team. Um, They're so talented, and then it's just the quarterback thing. It's like if Trey Lance is really good, I would probably just take them, but that's a big mm-hmm. if.
1: They're so talented.
0: Like, all right, I'm going to take the Niners. Um okay. It's and I'm not going to do the, like, oh, it's only if Trey Lance is good. I'm just going to be bold and just say that's my pick. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give any excuses. I just don't see a lot of other stuff in the NFC. The Packers are obviously good, but I don't really trust Rodgers in the playoffs. And I th- just think they're being slept on. And I don't know. Why not, Why not the Niners? Okay. The Chiefs. Similar, being slept on, still super talented, whatever. Tyreek Hill is, like, good. He's very good. He's one of the best receivers in yes. the league. But Mahomes, I team. think, can, Mahomes can make up for that, like, by himself. They've worked on the O-line a lot, I think. Yeah, and their O-line's so good. It's sure. hard to believe that Mahomes isn't going to be able to make a play if he has time, like, nine times out of ten. So, I like him a lot. I like the team a lot. I think the Chargers are going to be great. I'm a little low on the Raiders and and Broncos for some reason. Um, also kind of low on the Bengals. The Bills are definitely going to be good, I think. It's just a question of how good. I'm not sure. Everyone, I literally like... Another, I'm sure. I think like two months ago we mentioned this. Bill Simmons was there, was saying like it, that people are gonna start talking about this as a twenty and 0 team. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. I don't think he even said that. I just think that's gonna become a narrative now. If they like have yep. another blowout, and I like would. They went four and second thing. receiver is like Gabe Davis. Just saying. Yeah.
1: Patriots are marching. I'm so happy football's back. It's just so fun.
0: Yeah. Alright, do we have anything else?
1: Yeah, we're sorry for this short notice, like kind of shorter episode, but we're we're pretty tired today. We got <laughs> I got a ton of homework I have to edit for a call game, or for Red Hawk report. I almost so. said
0: welcome to the Red Hawk report at the beginning <laughs> of this, I got to be honest. Yeah, and I need to eat lunch. <laughs> yes, I do as well. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll try to and do go Patriots m- more regular episodes, but we'll we'll you'll hear from us. Well, yeah, this is not yeah. the last episode. I'll promise. This you is that. not the last. You'll hear from us. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm not even gonna say go Steelers. You can say go Pats if you want. Go Pats.